calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. There's only one reason a teenage girl leaps out of bed this happy on a school day. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B-I-G! Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuckles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? I got burgers on the mind. All right, ready? No, you're, you're going to be continuously ready. So I'll stop asking that. All right, <clears throat> take two. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Biscuits for winning. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. They're party legends. And now. Now, the whole leaving Neverland thing, do you boycott... (laughs) Bands that have covered Michael Jackson, too, if you're on the side of the accusers. <laughs> Our feature presentation. It's a masterful work right there. Why are we doing the morning show right? and not beer mug? He's the guy. He's the rightful guy to inherit the crown. He's the guy. He's the guy. Yep. There's your answer. There's your... By the way, there's your answer when Bean leaves. Beer mug. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we hear you. Kevin and Beer Mug. Right. How about just Beer Mug? Eh, okay. <laughs> morning, just think it out loud. Just spitballing. Yeah, let's stop doing that. It's about, Friday what? morning, the 12th of April. Can I just Beer Mug and Kato Kalen? Oh. Now we're getting or somewhere. Or Beer Mug and David Lee Roth. Also getting somewhere. All right, good. Cindy Brady, too. Let's throw her oh, in yeah, there. Sure. Yes. Why not? Allie, question. Yeah. Do you ever get tired yes. of being oh. right all the time. It at first, but now it's just like if I got tired every time I was right, I'd mm-hmm. never be upright because I would be dead asleep. But yeah. it is it is a lot. Like every day people are like, "My god, you were right about this again." I'm like, "Stop acting shocked. It's only <laughs> hurting you." It it must fe- in some ways it must feel like you are a god and you are te- you're giving the information to the world Thank you. and the world just isn't ready to hear it yet. And I That's just- high praise. I understand that happens with most prophets, right? Yes. yes. So oh I get it. Is this going to go on all yeah, more? How long? I get it. Yeah, I'm not even sure what we're talking about, but I'm, <laughs> I'm rolling with it. Well, at least at least you're being appreciated in your lifetime. You're not going to be, you. you know, like Buddha or somebody who, after the fact, people go, "Oh, that dude was the dude." You know what I mean? At least yeah. you're getting the, you know, you're getting the praise today. Thank you. 
I bring this up. I mean, you're wrong about the driveway. But other than that, I bring this right. up because that. you guys saw this in the news yesterday, but it's worth sharing with our listeners who missed it. It's estimated there are about 120 million smart speakers in homes across the U.S. But Don Daler reports sometimes Amazon's Alexa isn't the only one listening. Okay. How long have you been saying that anything in your home since, that can hear you is going to hear you? Since the Roomba came out. <laughs> I've been saying wow. that. Thank yeah. you. Pretty solid record. Thank you. Uh-huh. She goes all the way back to the first machine that we, the first microwave, the first coffee maker. She was like, don't do it, people. Yeah. You're going to regret it. People started using the printing press and she was like, in no, no, no. classic 2001, A Space Odyssey, a sentient computer keeps an eye and ear on the human it's meant to help. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave. How many times have we asked that question, by the way? Right. What do you think you're doing, Dave? Not unlike today's digital assistants. Alexa, turn on the fan. Okay. Now, does Alexa only turn on the fan, or does Alexa turn on the blender and somehow kill you, Allie? I'm saying we're one step away from that. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are. But according to an investigation by Bloomberg News, that Alexa in your home isn't the only one listening in. Amazon has thousands of employees pouring over audio clips, some allegedly recorded when owners didn't know Alexa was eavesdropping. Okay, so it's not just that you're being recorded. Mm -hmm. It's that there are people working for Amazon who are listening to the conversations that you have in your house when you haven't even said the word Alexa. It's, it's almost like I told you this was happening. <laughs> it's almost like you tried to stop this technology from arriving. Yeah. You're like, don't let it happen. And by the way, when I was in uh, in uh, Britain last month, um, the uh, the apartment where I was staying, sorry, flat, had a uh, had a, an Alexa, and I I kind of started to dig it. I kind of started to like it and use it because mm-hmm. I'm the one who's been saying I don't think I need one. I don't know why I would want one, yeah. but I enjoyed the I enjoyed it was kind of fun to tell you the truth. Did you order one? Do you have one on the way now? I don't, okay. and thank God I I won't ever. Thanks to Allie in this report, Amazon confirmed the recordings in a statement explaining that the information helps us train our speech recognition and natural language understanding systems, so Alexa can better understand your requests. Now. I get what they're trying to do there is make the product better and more responsive. Mm -hmm. Not a good enough reason, right? Uh, Not when it's not supposed to be listening to you. Yeah, if they Mm -hmm. had certain test families, that would be fine. Sure, they give you a heads up. Are you cool with that? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, because you don't know. No. My first reaction was, this is creepy, but it's not surprising at all. Wired Magazine editor-in-chief Nicholas Thompson. If you put a recording device in your home... Stuff in your home will be recorded. You might as well get that tattooed on you, Allie. Yeah, I I mean, seriously, that's your motto. Mm -hmm. According to the report, Amazon workers hear up to a thousand audio clips a day that sometimes include personal conversations, even among children, sounds from private moments, and potentially criminal activities such as sexual assault. Oh, dear God. (laughs) It just gets worse. They're recording your kids. They're recording your sexy time. And they're recording rapes. Yes, yeah. and you would think that if, if if there's at least one benefit of them hearing a crime being committed, is it that, that they would be able to do something about it? Amazon says those employees do not know the identities of the people they're listening to. So they just are hearing crimes and going, oh, too bad we can't do anything about that, but at least we got to hear, hear, hear the family next door doing it. It's weird that they can't figure out who the identities are, though, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean that it would seems be, impossible. So. Uh, that, that would be very Big Brother-ish, though, if they... You if really sh- don't know that they know exactly where those voices are coming from? So you think they're only admitting to so much? Yes! And the rest are protecting. 
But do you kind of want them knocking at your door going, yeah, uh, one of our employees last night heard you talk about how you were going to cheat on your taxes this year. Would you come downtown, please? That's not what we want, right? Oh, it's not what we want, but it's what's happening. Okay. I'm starting to think she works for them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, just alerting us to the work she's got. Inside information. Yeah. Right? I guess what I'm saying is, Alexa, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't already convinced enough. This is frightening, you guys. It's not good. It's not good at all. Allie, why didn't you tell us? I should have. I'm sorry. Apologies. Keep that stuff to yourself for so long. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I've I've wanted to. You You know it's so early. Yeah. And And you know what? Last night I watched this show, Peaky Blinders. It was so good. Really? But why is no one talking about it? Great point. I hate you all. (laughs) Let's talk about today's Kevin and Beecho, shall we? My first reaction was... This is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday, so we've got Keep It 100. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw, because it was so seldom shared, but that picture of the black hole. Oh, it's the best. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Right? Mm. It's a picture of a black hole. I saw one thing on my Instagram, but it looked just like someone accidentally took a picture yeah, of their leg. blurry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of the most amazing scientific achievements of all time. <laughs> it doesn't mean that. Uh, we're going to introduce you to a new, um, perhaps, love of your life. I don't know. Mm. A girl whose uh, Instagram account went down. And I need to ask a serious question. Is Did I sound like this girl when mine went down? <laughs> Can't wait. Because I'm in trouble if I did. <laughs> uh, Kim Kardashian is going to take the bar exam. She's going to be a lawyer. Yep. Hmm. I'm not sure I'm hiring her to represent me, but I'm looking forward to seeing the journey. Good. Uh, Catching up on the Game of Thrones, which comes back on Sunday night. Oh, that should be easy. Amongst all four of us, we've seen one episode total. And it's the least reliable of the four of us. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we have uh, the King of Mexico, though, who has been a fan since the show premiered. And when he gets here just after 6.15, he'll be sharing that information with us. Uh, Plus, we have uh, tickets for April Foolishness. Today we're going to do Yo Mama jokes. Fantastic. Oh, no. Pino is so excited. I love Yo Mama jokes. But that's what you said about knock-knock jokes yesterday. I was wrong. It was terrible. It was terrible. So we're doing that, and we're also giving away Coachella tickets for Weekend 2 Ooh. as well. Coming up this morning, we'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. It is finally Friday, you guys. It's Friday. Friday. Dear God. And Coachella Weekend is finally here. Yeah, yeah. One of your very favorite weekends of the whole year, Kevin. I do love it. Who are you most excited about seeing of all the acts that are playing Coachella? There's so many, and Mm -hmm. I really have given up on making a schedule for myself because... It always goes off the rails at some point. You go with mm-hmm. the flow. You go with the flow. I'll tell yeah. you, the one year I went, I was extremely impressed with the Coachella app. Yeah, oh which yeah. You could just like kind of hotel tonight your performances yep. just at the last minute, find out who's playing. Give you updates there. on whoever oh, you yeah. want updates on. Childish Gambino tonight for sure, but yeah, I don't want to say it's going to be ninety and windy today. Yeah, I was thinking about the wind <laughs> with how bad it's been here in L.A. And then ramp that up times 100 so there. It's supposed to be windy, I think, today. Oh, and then I, I think tomorrow there's no forecast for yeah. wind. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You got happen. a bandana, goggles, the whole yeah. thing. You better look like Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, I'm going to do some work see, on that. Are you going to see my girlfriend Casey Musgraves tonight or is she too country for you? I don't. I'm not really familiar with her music. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
So it's very possible, Bean, because well, you just start going with the flow. She did win the album of the year at the Grammys this year, so I mean, a lot of people like her. I think you might. Okay, I think you're gonna. Try. I think you're gonna see Rihanna tonight with uh, Childish Gambino too. Oh, I bet you're right. Because mm-hmm. of the Guava Island. Yep. I bet you're right. All right, we'll talk more Coachella coming up later on today, and we'll check in with Kat Corbett, who is actually going to be live on site later this morning. First, Allie, what's happening this Friday morning? Oh, well, what's happening is you're up early. You're thinking, where can I go and have some mead? Maybe just walk around with the turkey legs, see some. See some lovely lasses. Well, you can do that at the Renaissance Pleasure Fair. It's happening at the Santa Fe Dam Recreation Area. Yes! Now, kids love it. Through May 19th, kids love it. Shazam! <laughs> Again, it's it's huzzah. Huzzah! Yes. At the Renaissance. Uh, okay. Not- May the force be with you. That might actually work there. <laughs> Renaissance Pleasure Fair open Saturdays and Sundays. Like I said, through May 19th, you can get your tickets at renfair.com slash SoCal. But how about you're up now, you're into it, you want to go. Be caller 10. You're going to get a four-pack of tickets to the Renaissance Pleasure Fair. May I ask a dumb question? one 800 What kind of animal is, a, is mead made from? Isn't mead is beer? It, is it a drink? It's, oh, is it a drink? I yeah. thought it was a food. No, I think like I said, no, like I said, dumb question. No, no, no. Yes. It's it. Mead or honey wine is the oldest alcoholic drink known to man. All it's right, made from honey and water via fermentation. So, I learned a little something today. So bees, really? Yeah, is the answer to your question. I support it. Yeah, it's all, all right. about them bees. Right, that's what I heard. It's <laughs> a great man say that <laughs> one guy one time said that. Uh, not a lot of time right now, but let me just ask you a question. Okay. Uh, if I told you that NCIS was just renewed. How many seasons would you think we were coming up on? That's one of those crazy ones that's got like 20 This is the, o- the OG NCIS, not NCIS New Orleans or Miami or whatever no, else they just have. Just OG, Mark Harmon. Yeah. Oh, boy, I think I think Kevin's not far off, but I'll just say, I'll say 15. I'll say 14. All right, 17th season, you guys. Uh, that is a lot. And then that's, if I, I asked that's you, crazy. Uh, what do you think the show currently averages viewers per episode averages per episode well i they lost one when my dad died i know okay. that all right uh, well, that so i think that puts down. them down to around nine million a week that's nine so million. many is that, that is a lot four yeah. four million yeah i would not say nine i would say four million is five, still so six. many yeah it's crazy yeah. um i'm gonna How tell you, you uh it's 16 million wow! viewers an episode oh <laughs> what's happening <laughs> mark Harmon is so famous i had no idea it makes it the highest rated drama and the second highest rated series just overall. Wow. What the? So congratulations. A lot of NCIS. olds, man. A lot of olds out there. Yeah. Not only are we shocked that it's still on the air, it's mm-hmm. among the most popular shows on television. Yes. Yeah. After this Even long. Stanley likes that. Well, oh. well, Stanley is a tastemaker. I've said that for years. <laughs> Some birthdays for you guys. The great Ed O'Neill. David Letterman, Shannon Doherty, Andy Garcia, Claire Dane, Saoirse Ronan, Brooklyn Decker, and Brendan Yuri from Panic at the hey. Disco. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I was introduced to Jesse Taylor yesterday by Allie McKay. Mm. She watched about 10 seconds of the YouTube video and yeah. just sent me the link. When you see gold, you know. Right. Well, we have a, a lovely listener named Jen, and here's the email to me. 
this chick is garbage and her tears delight me. <laughs> I clicked on it, watched 10 seconds, said, that's enough for me. This is all you, Kevin. So thank you, Jen, because you're going to change lives right now. I mean, it's so awesome. And you guys have to tell me if I sounded like this when they took my account down, my okay. Instagram account. Okay. But she had her Instagram account mm-hmm. taken down and she went on YouTube and she wanted to let everybody know just what the experience was like for her. Hey, guys. So, like, I'm in the middle of editing. And my Instagram account got deleted. And I've tried to get it back. I'm calling everybody I can. And I don't know why it's not working out for me. I've been all late because of this. I've been all late because I want to be on Instagram. Can you pause one second? She came to L.A., because she wants to be on Instagram. Oh, they don't have Instagram in other parts of the Correct. country? Correct. Right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Sometimes um, when you're in a little bubble, we don't mm-hmm. realize that this is the only city that has right. Instagram. Well, I, didn't, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about uh, this young lady, but uh, her dog also died right before she started filming this video, right? Because <laughs> no, she seems no. to be crying Oh, no, a lot. no. This is no, just no, no. the Instagram account. The tears are no. all just because her Mm-mm. Instagram's down? Yeah. Okay. And why was it taken down? I, I am nothing without my following. I have nothing without my following. Oh nothing my without my following. Uh, pretty good feeling that'll be a drop on this show for years. <laughs> There's several of them in here. I want to say to everybody that's been reporting me. Oh, that's why a oh. lot of people reported her. Uh-oh. Huh. Think twice because you're ruining my life. Because I make all of my money online. All of it. And... I don't want to lose that. And I know people like to see me be down and be like them and be like the 90 percenters, the people that work nine to five. (gasps) That is not me. I am in L.A. to not be like that. I work so hard to get to where I'm at. And for that to get taken from me is the worst feeling in the world. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. Wait. Murder button. Murder button with extreme prejudice, Allie. (laughs) So... Please don't let anyone outside of L.A. see this video and think that this is how people in L.A. are. No, this might be good. This might be good. People might not move here. It's It's like the opposite of the butterflies. No, that's the exact problem with people that think L.A. is this woman when it's just D-bags moving from out of town like her. Yeah. Ugh. It literally sucks having people want to come after you for no f***ing reason. It hurts. For no no effing reason, by the way. Yeah, they're just reporting her for, for no, no reason. reason. Interesting. Which you'll find out a little bit later. <laughs> Try to be in my shoes for once, because I guarantee you, none of you would f***ing lost in my shoes. <laughs> Stop <laughs> reporting me, bro. That's another good one. Oh, no. I think we got a new name for our show. Why Why would I not last a second in her shoes, by the way? What is so difficult about her life? Her life is so much more difficult than yours. But why? But because she doesn't have Instagram? Yeah, because that's how she makes her money, man. Come on, man. Stop reporting me, bro. What some of you guys have to realize is I have no skills. I used to work at McDonald's before I did YouTube, Instagram, before I had 100,000 followers, before I had everything in my life, I was a loser. Like, working at McDonald's. Not saying there's anything wrong with people working at McDonald's because I worked there, but I don't want to go back to that life. And I have no job qualifications. I could never work a normal job. 
<laughs> to which I want to yell, try something. It's a strange delusion yes. that she thinks she's better than normal jobs, oh, yeah. yet mm-hmm. she's not qualified for them. R- correct. Insane. All of the, all of the well, above. Well, will we find out, uh, Kevin, I don't want to spoil anything here, how, how she uh, amassed 100,000 followers? Like, what's her angle on her Instagram that people want to follow? Her? I'm not positive, but uh, we will find out why it was taken down specifically. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then that will give you a little bit insight into what it was. Mm-hmm. I'm worthless. I have... I bring nothing to the table. That's true. Zero. <laughs> like, I'm not work material. Right? I will never be work material. <laughs> I'm with her. I oh think she's God, right. It's, it's uh, By the way, I think she's doing this just for radio shows. Two, I, I, you have to think, it's very hard to make fun of her when she's owning herself so well. Yeah, yes. true. true. Yes. I'm nothing. <laughs> Everything she says is actually true. Yeah. So then I went to a different account for, uh, called uh, Info Overlord. And she did a deep dive into what this girl was doing and why she could have possibly had her Instagram report, uh, Instagram account taken down. Expanding XO on Twitter shared with me a video that could quite possibly show why Jesse has such a bad reputation. And it's not just this video, there are literally dozens of them. The video is taken from Sam Pepper's live stream where Jesse Taylor can clearly be heard cutting down another girl because she's black. This girl was Hyphonics' <laughs> girlfriend. Jesse calls her a hood rat. Then she can be clearly heard saying, I am a racist. I am a racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesse. And she's sobbing because her account got taken down. I thought she was better than that. <laughs> what? And if you're wondering if that can be taken out of context, in other parts of this live stream, Jesse is rude and condescending toward Hyphonics and his girlfriend, Sophia. Listen, okay, I have never heard anybody say such horrible things, horrible racist things about another person. This was some next level shit, okay? She belongs on a reality TV show. So that's why uh, she, she doesn't taken belong down. on a reality yeah. TV show. Please do not put any more spotlight. According on this lady. to Jezebel, she also called nine one one about her Instagram. Yes, <gasps> and she told them that it that it's basically the same as a murder. And the nine one one operator said, "You know what? It's not anything like a murder." When can we get that? I'm, I don't know. I'm looking oh for it now. Gosh. Guys, I have uh, bad news for you. I may never <laughs> listen to anything else other than Jesse's videos. <laughs> so, bye. Stop f- reporting me, bro. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Bean, are you abandoning Kim Kardashian so that you can now be in love with Jesse Taylor? <laughs> How's that working? Well, Jesse is my one true love, okay. the Instagram star we featured earlier. Uh, no, I wanted to have this discussion about Kim Kardashian because I was given it a lot of thought yesterday when I saw the blowback that the Vogue article that she just – she's on the cover of uh, Vogue. By the way, surprisingly, for the first time ever by herself on the cover of Vogue. Really? But, but she did an interview with the magazine – that caught a lot of people by surprise, where she talked about how she is studying to take the bar exam and become an attorney. Now, my first thought is, if you're as rich as Kim Kardashian, 
why do you even want to go through the trouble of studying law and taking the bar exam to become a lawyer? I have a question. Do you, you don't think have to she's work. really studying? I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. In fact, she That's said report. that she is studying 18 hours a week to prepare to take the bar exam, and she could become a lawyer as early as 2022. And the reason that I, <clears throat> the reason that this was interesting to me, and I kind of have a policy like Ali does, which is I really don't care about Kim Kardashian or the Kardashians at all. Right. I've never watched a minute of the show. I'm not a fan in in general. I don't think they're making a lot of great contributions to the world. They're just they're not they're not even on my radar. I mean, I I tolerate Kanye West because I'm a fan of his music, but I don't care about his involvement in that family, okay? But there was so much really nasty blowback to Kim Kardashian wanting to be an attorney. Everybody was treating her like she's stupid or something. That's because you haven't watched her show. Well, I haven't watched her show. But, I mean, clearly, look, for the people who hear Kim Kardashian and think sex tape, how would you like to be frozen in time for something that happened that was beyond your control, by the way, 16 years ago? How would you like that to be where people stopped allowing you to grow or to change or to turn into something different? I mean, in, in some ways, that launched her, though. Of course I'm it sure, did. Yeah. It absolutely launched her. But for the people, like like uh, uh, yesterday, somebody uh, somebody in the office was making you know oral sex sound effects, talking about how she was going to get you know take the bar or something like that, which is completely unfair to her to suggest that she hasn't done anything in the last sixteen years. I mean, didn't she make like a billion dollars off of that app, for instance? You know that that Kim Kardashian game, that but, Hollywood game. And you think she uh, designed that and wrote it and all that? I don't, but okay. I do think that she is a smart enough business person that she has had hundreds of millions of dollars of success with clothing lines, for instance, that she has had. And she designed fragrances. them all? No, but she is And she smi- made the fragrance? Well, you making don't... the fragrance isn't going to help her be a lawyer, but I, I, you'll be shocked to hear I'm being like on this. I, what I'll say is this. Even if you hate the app, even if you think she's stupid on the show, mm-hmm. even any of those things, right. she has an influence beyond anyone else pretty much in entertainment, right? Agreed, yeah. We always over and over whether it's jersey shore whether it's all these people that we find to be untalented we say do something good with your with your power do something that actually and she is doing that kim kardashian got uh, uh, alice marie johnson out of jail she was a non-violent drug criminal um was in for life it was one of those terrible cases went in uh, she's doing stuff that is good even if you think she's a moron we can't say to our celebrities do something productive and when they do still be mad but at them. she didn't study the law to make that happen she's hot and famous and went in and talked to the president and she will talk to anybody that's hot and famous but that is better than her sitting at home selling us tummy teas over sure but i'm saying there's a big difference Okay, but that's a great point, Kevin. But what she says in the interview is that she sat there and she knew in her heart that it was wrong that this woman was still in jail. And she used her celebrity to help her get out of jail. But while she sat there, she said, I need to know more. I need to, I need the legal knowledge to be able to do more to change the criminal justice system because this woman that I'm helping, this Alice Marie Johnson, is one of thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are in jail. And if I knew more about how the law worked, I could effectively advocate for them rather than just this one with this president. I think she's serious about this. And again, what, what is your problem with her improving and let me make it even simpler than that. Why do you mock her for wanting to be an attorney? I think she just throws it out there because it comes into her mind and she's not going to study the law and there's no way she's going to pass the bar. I think it's just... 
her wishful thinking. And hey, look, I got somebody out. But no, you, you sort of just dressed up and went in and talked to the president. That's not the legal system. It isn't. And, that, and now and, she wants to learn the entire legal system now? Do you yes. think that's going to happen? I mean, look, I don't know if she's going to follow through it or not. She seems very serious about this. She is interning at a San Francisco law firm. She is putting in the time. She is not going to law school, which I think raised some eyebrows for a lot of people. But you also don't, don't have, have to go to, to law California. school to become a lawyer. And uh, that is the only part of the story that I found interesting. That okay. She doesn't have an undergraduate degree. No. Mm-hmm. She doesn't Which have you a law... also don't need to go to law right, school. Right. I'm about to tell you. She has no undergraduate degree, no law degree. But in California, you can become a lawyer if you pass the bar exam after a four-year apprenticeship with a lawyer or judge. That, to me, was the only interesting part of this thing because I went, whoa. Because you didn't know that? I, I didn't know that either. into my yeah. lawyers. <laughs> also, do you know that people who do it that way, mm-hmm. that go around that avenue, only 3% pass? Yeah, I would assume it would be very hard because so, I think only like 40% or or less yeah, pass the bar with, exam with, law school. with a law school degree. So I'm saying if Kim Kardashian gets through and it's 3%, at, at what point do we just go, oh, if she becomes a lawyer, if she passes the bar? Hmm. I mean, look. Then I'm in. This to me is like people who, and this may not be an exact analogy, but there are people who teach themselves how to fly an airplane. Okay? They never it, have it. They never have an instructor. They don't go to somebody and get taught. Come on, dude. They, but is that No, her? but I'm saying. No, but I'm. Is I'm, that I'm, Kim Kardashian? But that's my point is why not give her the benefit of the doubt? She has accomplished because a tremendous amount in her life. A tremendous amount. I feel like you are you. Your impression of her is just stuck in amber from decades ago, and that you're not allowing her to grow up. I don't know. You haven't seen a person. single Keeping Up with the Kardashians. No, I haven't. I haven't seen. It. Would that change my, the way I feel yes, about her? I think never it would. Seen it. But I mean, there are people who don't who don't learn to fly. They teach themselves to fly. There are people who teach themselves unbelievably complicated math, for instance, without right. go, without going to school for it. Bean, um, I think I think the fact that you're acting like this is a girl who came from nothing pulled I'm herself not like that from the all. bootstraps and look at all that she's accomplished. She had everything handed to her on a silver platter, and she put more on that silver platter. Do but we she hold it started, against her that her father was a famous she attorney? Started I don't think we do. With the silver platter, so let's calm down on anointing her as this. She's just built everything on her own. Uh, let's calm down with that. I think she took what she had and multiplied it a thousandfold. And that's ba- some some of that is just based on her. She's so high. And some of it is based on some sort of business acumen. I'm just saying, let's not write her off. Let's not write her off as being a worthless person when it sounds to me like what she's trying to do is be an adult who's trying to take some responsibility in the world and trying to make it a better place. Let's let's root for her. To become a lawyer and help people get out of jail. I am rooting don't, for her. But don't we need one more person who's, a, who's an advocate more for the disenfranchised? Yes. <laughs> we definitely need more lawyers. You, <laughs> I'm more nervous that Lindsay Lohan wants to become a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like I've convinced anybody. I don't no, have I mean, the bandwidth to care about this family. If she does good, good. If she doesn't, I don't care. Let's, let's worry about real people. These She's a real person. These are not real people. But I thought all of uh, you more than I'm anyone, Allie. Mm-hmm. I thought that you would say that when you, when you did the story about Alice Marie Johnson. I know you didn't do it on the show, but when you saw it, mm-hmm. didn't you think at least she did something good? Yeah, cool, awesome. But I think we ask celebrities to do that when they do it. We can't continue to think they're just. Oh, Instagram I don't think stars. any of us are making fun of her for getting her out of jail. Yeah. Okay, great. But she if did that, that, but that has nothing to do with. But what if that becomes her, law? But what if that becomes her new thing? What if she wants to do that? 
Cool. Then I will applaud her. All right. Cool. All right. So 2022, let's all meet right back here. All right. And we'll decide thumbs up or thumbs down <laughs> on the new Kim Kardashian. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. I'm just saying you could show a little enthusiasm for the bed. Oh, I'm help. very excited about this. <laughs> didn't sound like it. Very excited. Uh, Kevin Bean's 11th annual April Foolish is happening April 26th at the Microsoft Theater. Uh, AXS.com is where you want to go to buy your tickets. Some as cheap as 30 bucks still available to see the great Ray Romano. Uh, he's worth more than that alone. Agreed. Adam Ray, Felipe Esparza, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie If, Jamie Lee, a special surprise we can't tell you about, and the Kevin Bean rap battle. That's all happening. We're going to give away some tickets right now with Yo Mama Jokes. Yo Mama So Ugly. Yo Mama So Fat. Yo Mama Jokes. Yeah, that's where it's at. Yo Mama. Yo Mama So Dumb. Yo Mama So Old. Tell your Mama Joke. Come on. Be cold. Yo Mama So Ugly. Yo Mama So Fat. Yo Mama So Old. Take it if you know it. I want a Your Mama's So Hairy. I want one of those. <laughs> Why is it never Your Mama seems like a nice lady who makes milk and cookies when I stop by in the Not afternoon. funny jokes, Bean. Okay. These are jokes. All right. Let's just take them in order, and I think we're going to – what's it called? Is it – are we uh, – what's the policy we're doing here? Is it battle wrapping? Is it like if, you're, if you yeah, lose – Yeah, if you're better than the last person, yeah. and the last person like loses and you move on. King of the Hill. Right. King, King of the Hill. Hill. Okay. All right. Who's up first with the first Your Mama joke? Uh, Francisco in East L.A. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Flash Phillips and Keith? <laughs> <laughs> well done. I already like you. Let's hear your Yo Mama joke. Okay. Your mama's so ugly, she went inside a haunted house and came out with an application. <laughs> I like it. So far, like you're it. in the lead. In the yeah. lead. <laughs> I like you very much. Thank you, Francisco. Hang on. All right. Next up is uh, Cynthia in Signal Hill. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. You got a Yo Mama okay. joke for us. I sure do. Thick burn. Your mom is so fat that when she felt nobody was laughing, but the ground was cracking up. Oh! <laughs> that was great delivery, first of all. She rolled it. But now it. we have to we have to rule oh, better than Francisco. I got Haunted House. Um, you're still with Haunted House. I am, yeah. Allie, how about you? I loved her delivery. I did, too. I did, too. But I, I liked the Haunted House joke better. Okay. So far, still Aww. Francisco. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Sorry, we, Cynthia. That's the wrong button. We appreciate you playing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. Let's go to Armando in San Pedro. Hi. Hootie-hoo. Hootie-hoo, indeed. What do you got? All right. Um, yo mama's so ugly, she climbed the ugly ladder and didn't miss a step. Hey, at least that one's an easy decision. No, no. Still Francisco? Right, right. yes. Yeah. Move on. Yep, next yep, contestant. Yep. Correct. All right. Next contestant is Alfonso in Covina. Hi there. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, first of all, most respect to all women, including my mom and my pregnant wife. Please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most woke yo mama joke ever. Alfonso was just scared. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we accept your disclaimer. We understand there's no harm intended to any uh, past, present, or future mama. What do you got? <laughs> All right, your mama's so dumb, she went to the eye doctor to buy an iPad. Man. Staying with Haunted uh, House. I Yeah, I agree. I love Alfonso, though. Thank you for listening and thank you for calling, sir. We appreciate now it. Now he's going to get in trouble, and he didn't win the tickets. <laughs> right. That's funny. Poor All right, dude. let's go to Jennifer in Corona. Good morning, Jennifer. Hi, good morning. 
So you just have a yo mama joke just at your fingertips, just ready to ready to go, huh? Yeah, I'm just ready for the burns. I'm a mom myself, so oh. I'm prepping oh. to get some jokes on my on my way. <laughs> okay, and all if right. You let's hear. Turn it. down your radio just real quick, Jennifer. Got it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Good luck. Okay, is this better? <laughs> so, yo mama is so fat. I took a picture of her last Christmas, and it's still printing. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. That's pretty funny. Pretty I, funny. I got Haunted House running the gauntlet right now. I don't know. I'm picking Jennifer. I kind of like that. I think okay. Jennifer's was better. It's still printing because she's really big. It's past, <laughs> it's past Christmas. I think she'd, I, my problem is they'd run out of ink by now. But anyway, that's just a specific. All right, Jen's okay. Francisco. I'm Jennifer. Allie? Jennifer. I think I'm going to go along with the cool kids and say Jennifer. All right. All right. All right. How about that? Sorry, Francisco. You hung on so long. But right now, Jennifer's and Lee. We got time for a couple more Yo Mama jokes. We're playing for April Foolishness tickets on the 26th at the Microsoft Theater. Good morning, Katie in Pasadena. Hey. So this, just a heads up, has uh, an Avengers Infinity Wars spoiler, kind of. Mm. Okay. Right. Okay. I okay. think at this point, it's fair enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, you ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yo mama's so fat, Thanos had to snap his fingers twice. Mm. <laughs> I like the delivery. I love the delivery, and I'll tell you something else. I give points for it being current. It's not a yo mama joke from Highlights Magazine from 1965. I I enjoyed it very much. I, I think I'm Team Katie. I, I think I'm going to go with Katie too, only because oh. I like any mama joke that has a spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still Jennifer. Oh, I'm, I think I'm Katie. Katie, moving All on. Right. Katie, Katie moves on. on to the next round. Okay, congrats, Katie. Look at that a, tw- a 2018 or 19 yo mama joke. Who knew they were still making them? Matthew in Norwalk. Good morning. <laughs> Who's they being? Well, whoever. Whoever's in the yo mama joke department. All right. Matthew, hi. Hello. Hey. Yo mama joke. Um, your mama's so ugly, she turned Medusa to stone. She turned Medusa to stone. Another current one. <laughs> All right, so Katie's in the lead. <laughs> one more contestant. All right, let's make it Raymond. Good morning, Raymond. Good morning. Raymond, okay, this is going to have to be a knockout punch if you're going to win these Foolishness tickets because Katie is a, a strong competitor. What do you have for us? Okay, your mama's so fat, she sat on the iPhone and turned into an iPad. Guys? Yeah. Congratulations, Katie. Congratulations, Katie. <laughs> Katie's going to be joining us at the Kevin and Bean April Foolishness to see the opening act, to see Adam Ray, Felipe Esparza, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie Yip, Jamie Lee, Ray Romano, the Kevin and Bean rap battle, and we will see you there. Thank you for playing Yo Mama. <laughs> Yo Mama. Yo Mama. Joke. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Right? Who's with right. me? Right. I'm with you. I think I'm I think I'm in, you guys. I've never seen a minute of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Not one minute. But there's I, I have to be honest, in the long, long wait for the final season that starts this Sunday on HBO, I have seen and read so much about it that I feel like I've missed one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Certainly one of the most popular TV shows of all time all around the world. But I just I kinda am a little bit lost to jump in now in the final season because I feel like I've missed a lot. Now I mean, you're you- good. You're good. You probably have missed a lot. Here's here's James Corden, and he's just he's just going to recap season one for us. In case you missed a single thing that happened in seasons one to seven of Game of Thrones, let me break it down for you real quick. Okay. 
King Robert died on the Iron Throne, but Cersei would not be alone. Jaime Lannister made his sister his bae. Turns out it's not only kings that he slays. There's Rob, Arya, Sansa and Bran. Daenerys married Aquaman. All of these houses, it's hard to keep straight. Did that kid just breastfeed? I swear, he's like eight. <laughs> Bran Stark became a cripple. Two dudes shaved their nipples. Carl Drogo fell apart. Danny ate a horse's heart. Her brother's head turned to gold. Jon Snow left for the cult. Sansa liked Joffrey till he killed her dad. Ned Stark is gone and now I'm just sad. That's just the first season, so don't you go running. What? Please bend the knee, because winter is coming. Yeah. So that was just season one. Oh, my mm. God. Oh, Too so much. Good. Too okay, much. but here's the thing. This is what uh, David King of Mexico is in studio. This is season eight, the final season? Yes, the final eight. season okay. is eight. Okay, then some of the stuff that happened in season one that James Corden just referenced there is not stuff that's still a plot line that's still in effect, right? Like, it's stuff that we don't even need to know at this point. Well, that was the kickoff, and now, like, the season season eight is going to tie back in season one because there was so much that went on with the original families, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. are the Starks and the Lannisters, mm-hmm. that now it's all, this is coming to a head, as they say, and everything's going to, now, <laughs> now the families are going to have to work together when they were all battling for the Iron Throne, mm-hmm. which is the king position. Okay, so if you're if you so end everybody up on, wants to be king, that's what I know now. Yes, everybody right. wants to be king. And if you end up on the Iron Throne, do you rule the whole land? You rule all seven kingdoms. Okay, and this is it is it pronounced Westeros? Westeros, yeah. Westeros is not a real place. No. Okay, so this isn't like this, this is, is a th- fictional story. It's a fictional show, uh, fictional people, be, not based yeah. on Europe. Right no, now. there are dragons. <laughs> so is that, like fire breathing dragons. I thought those were real. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, if <laughs> I sit down Sunday night to watch episode one of season eight, what are the plot lines that are in play now, and who are the major players that I should be paying attention to? Oh, so right now, after the original, like, it started off with Ned Stark and his family, but then they all get murdered. So the only people that are surviving are his daughters and Jon Snow, who's his bastard. Okay, so I but, thought Jon Snow died. No, he did, but he was brought back to life by the by the light, by the God of Light. So he he did come back like that was like supernatural. He came back to life. Yes, and he's yes. back for real and for yeah, he's he's back. He's and back. now he uh, spoiler alert, uh, he met the Queen uh, Daenerys, who's the mother of dragons, and now they're sailing westward. And they all went to the, it was a big big uh, moment when they all were in King's Landing and. All the groups were together with the Lannisters, everybody. You know how ridiculous this all sounds for people who no. haven't seen the show, right? No, it, it should be normal. I you feel know, like we might need some help from the listeners because <laughs> the I don't feel like Dave is really catching us. The, well, throne, Dave, is the, the throne is the thing we see every. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. the, the that's the Iron Throne. Yeah, but see, everyone has to get together because you know they have the wall, but it was just knocked down by the White Walkers, and that's the big, big bad. That's that's after everyone wants to to be the king, but they got to defend the kingdom against the White Walkers, which are the dead. Why do they got to be white? <laughs> the and bad now guys. the White Walkers are the bad dragon. guys. Oh, right. That, that was hurtful, man. Woo. So, yeah. So I the mother understand. dragons had three dragons, and then one of them got killed by the by the the king. Oh, and now he turned into the ice dragon. Ali, you still awake? No, I fell asleep a long time ago. <laughs> I, I, what I don't get is these people are the White Walker people are dead. They're zombies. Yes. So it's a zombie show, but you want to be king, and you ride around on a dragon. Yes. Well, well, Daenerys, you know, Khaleesi rides around the She's the, the blonde one? She's the mother of dragons. Yes. Hold on a second, Dave. Hey, yeah. uh, 1-800-520-1067. If you can uh, catch us up a little bit better than Dave. Yeah, tell I, us how this is supposed to go down. Feel free yeah, to call. I think Dave, Dave's making a valiant effort 
but I don't feel he's giving me what well, I need as I think, a new viewer. I think Bean's question is is a relevant question because all, even though all of that has gone on, what does he need to know to pick I'm up like Sunday this season? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, does he need know, to know everything that happened? No, he doesn't. That Cersei's a bad bitch. Oh. She crazy. Okay. Yeah. And which she, one is she? Who is she, she was the queen. She was the queen and when it all started with Robert Baratheon. He's the one who started this whole thing when his hand, hand to the king, who's like the right-hand man of the king, was murdered. That's when they called on Ned Stark to come to King's Landing. Is okay. she the one that everyone was all, shame, shame? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and you know why? <laughs> you know why she was shamed? No. Because she was banging her brother. Oh, oh. Yeah. so she deserved the shame. I mean, was yeah. he hot? Which one is he? Oh, that's Jamie Lannister. He's a good-looking dude. Okay. But now he only has one hand because uh, Brianna, no, uh, the Boltons uh, chopped it off. Uh, what about Allie's concern that she expressed earlier in the week that there are too many smelly, dirty people who are having sex and it's kind of uh, un- unattractive? Oh, lots of smelly, dirty people having sex in mud. But you know what? <laughs> all the, the jakes are pretty added mud to that. Yeah, all the jakes are pretty hot, yeah. so, you know, I think it's worth it. Okay. All right, uh, Dave got us halfway there. We're depending on you, you to get us. Do you feel like we're halfway there? <laughs> no, really? I'm, I'm hoping. Even, no, I think we're. I, I wouldn't even know what's happening. I need more help. Is the girl has no name still alive? Oh that's yeah, that's Arya. That's Arya Stark. You know, Rally. you know, you know about Arya. It, uh, Arya, yeah, it's not Arya. Don't ever call her Arya. <laughs> I know that. Because that now. would be dumb. But right? she, she's alive, and she's yeah, and uh, she, she has a list of people who she wants to kill because of people who did her family wrong. Oh, all right. And she's, she's working her way through it. And Cersei's number one on that list. So, you know, and Cersei's, Cersei's the blonde. She's the queen, like the queen. Now she's the oh, queen mother. Okay, wait, yeah. who's the blonde that's with Jon Snow? Going around on dragons. That's Khaleesi. Okay, I like yeah. her. Yeah, she's the she's. That's who everyone's rooting for. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we want but, her to win. Yeah, but it turns out that Khaleesi and Jon Snow are actually like cousins. And they're, they're boning they're too. Boning, but oh, they don't know wow. that. Why are you wow. so happy that they're boning? Because it's Jon Snow. He, everybody loves Jon Snow. Everyone rooted for him. And Jon Snow's the one that said that his finale was a wet fart. But right? that, all all he means is, as an actor, his last scene wasn't a significant part of the action. No, Not I heard. He, I, I think I heard he sharded himself. And I okay. haven't even got into mm. Peter Dinklage's character. Of, of oh yeah, Tyrion, that's right. Who's all right. Like hang, a hang on, hang on, Dave. Hang on, Dave. Yeah. Let's uh, let's take one before the break, and let's make it David and Arj. He promises to fill in the gaps here. One 1067 If you can tell us the essentials of what we need to know about Game of Thrones, if we're newbies and we want to start watching the final season, David, thank you for calling. Help us out here. Save us from Dave. Okay, so there's so Jon Snow was the uh, the child of Lyanna and Prince Rhaegar, and so <laughs> there's a whole bunch of theory that basically Prince Rhaegar threw away his wife, went after Lyanna, so that way he could uh, sire the prince of the uh, uh, prince that was promised, prince of the promise that was going to come in, kill all the White Walkers, save everybody. That's who everyone thinks Jon Snow is. So all this is going to be coming down to is. The prince that was promised gets to ride dragons with Daenerys. All sorts of internet conspiracy theorists are saying no. The princess that was promised is actually how it really translates. Oh. It gets into some deep nerd cut that you know gets a little bit, uh, a little bit over the top. But I, I, I feel that was gonna... good. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was better than what Dave told us yeah, in the last ten minutes. He said he was just a bastard, but if he's the well, prince he, that he was thought, promised, we thought he was a bastard. But when he, we found out who the, his parents are, that was Ned Stark's sister. And Ned Stark had to go figure that out. And there's like, so much incest on this show. No, 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 no. no. What they, do you mean no? No, uh, Ned Stark's sister. Just the main characters. They weren't having sex. He went to go 
save her because he thought he got kidnapped by by uh, the Targaryen guy. Okay, oh, yeah. Less Targaryen from you, Dave. Right. Less from you, Dave. Yeah, Targaryen. All right. yeah. David, you, David, you're very helpful. We appreciate it. We'll take a quick break. Come back with more on this if you want to fill in some more blanks. 1-800-520-1067. It's Game of Thrones time. We'll talk to you next on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Let's take one phone call. Don in Orange. Good morning. Is Don on the phone? Don is on the phone, yes. <laughs> hey, Don, help us out here. Dave's been trying to bring us up to speed with Game of Thrones. You want to weigh in on that. Okay, so did you guys already say that Khaleesi is actually Jon Snow's aunt? No. Not cousin. No, oh, Dave. That's right, that's right. Dave, we didn't know we that. We have the wrong person filling us in. Listen, the there's so much. <laughs> I mean, Wait, there's a big it, difference, though. But at least it's still incest, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, it's still incest. incest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. We're still Don, strongly in the world of incest. Yes. So. Don, what is the number one thing you would say to a person like me who's never seen Game of Thrones and wants to tune in and have an understanding of what's going on Sunday night? Um, basically, they're all just trying to battle each other. That's basically what it is, and they have to battle someone who is really un, un, undead. I mean, is already dead, so that's probably the oh hardest God. This part. Is, this is all... too tough. The show is too hard to follow. I'm in. <laughs> God. All right. All right, I feel like I'm starting to get this Game of Thrones do you? thing. Okay. I do. I, which one, wh- who, which character, Dave, is the one who says, at my signal, unleash hell? Who's that? I don't know. All right. Who's that? Oh, that was from Gladiator. Never mind. That's not. That's it. <laughs> but this is this is the show with this is Sparta. This is Sparta. No. That's this show, right? No, that's not this one either. Just as dirty though. That's that's three hundred. <laughs> yeah. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I'm, I don't I'm getting think a, getting the hang of it. I'm getting all confused here. Hey, let's go to. Uh, I saw a good one here. Let's go to Jacob Line Six. He's in El Monte. I think he's going to help us out a lot here. Hey, Jacob. Hey, what's up, guys? Help us out a lot here. <laughs> okay. So what you got to understand is that Game of Thrones is also isn't just a fantasy show. It's really about betrayal. Like uh, in the first season, um, this guy Ned Stark, he's trying to overtake the throne because Cersei, the original wife of the king, actually kills her husband. Like she plots it. Like she doesn't have a direct hand, but you later find out she kind of planned the whole thing. Right. And so when he's trying to over, he's trying to overtake the kingdom. He has a childhood friend who says, oh, I'm going to help you. And at the last moment, the childhood friend betrays him because he wants to bang his wife. And he's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. He's talking about Littlefinger. But Ned wasn't trying to take over the throne. He was just saying that the Joffrey, who was Cersei's son and next in line, was not the true king because he's not really Robert Baratheon's son. He's I really, a bastard by Jamie Lannister and, and I really feel like I'm getting a hold of things until Dave speaks. Yeah. <laughs> and then I actually know yeah. less. Yeah. He squashes your understanding. Correct. Now, was well, it, I'll give you jo- more information. Joffrey was that super hateable, like, little sniveling blonde kid, yes. right? Yes. Like, everybody oh, hated Joffrey. Yes. But he became the king. He became the king because Robert Baratheon died, and that's okay. the, the very first king that we meet. All right, Jacob, we appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Let's go to, how about Cindy in Irvine? She's on line two up next on the Kevin Bean Show. Again, we're just trying to get prepared for Game of Thrones returning for its final season this Sunday on HBO. Hey, Cindy. Hi. Hi there. What Um, do you want us to know that we haven't talked about? Okay, this is the backdrop of Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, Everybody's talking about, to me, I consider filler parts. So the backdrop is when men first came to the land, they have to fight with the natives there. And the natives, in order to, because um, they were losing, because men were um, just growing population. And so they were losing. So they took a man and they stabbed him with a magic dagger. 
and they created the White Walkers. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm with you so far. Um, Cindy, you're doing a good job. Keep going. I like it. (laughs) So the White Walkers were powerful enough to fight against man, but um, the the creatures, I mean, the natives were slowly dying away, and they were losing their grip, their control on the White Walkers to the point where, of course, because they are undead, they just kept growing and growing every time men died. And so... Um, what happened was there was a prophecy now saying that there is going to be a human who is reborn by light Mm. coming in on dragons to be able to destroy all the White Walkers. Okay. And so the Starks are important because they, living close to the forest, Mm. uh, developed magic traits. And so that's how Brandon was able to build a wall to keep the White Walkers out. But the Starks are slowly dying and... (laughs) <laughs> wait, wait, so is, this, so is the guy from Light who's riding the dragons, that's the um, Jon Snow? That's who's going to solve everything? That be, yes, that will become Jon Snow, but, you know, the reason, he is a Targaryen. He doesn't know that, though. He and doesn't Daenerys, know that he can save the whole world? No. Oh, what a dummy. That builds his character. That builds his character. He comes from very humble beginnings. And so... And the thing is, you guys are really uh, on that incest thing, but you have to understand. There's a the lot feudal, of incest. The feudal era, um, that's actually common. I mean, it's like everyone was doing bloodline it. Pure. Yeah. Well, so in other words, you're, you're traveling with a small group of people. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of dating options. So you go, eh, my sister's hot enough. They're like purebreds. But, <laughs> well, that's so, the thing, especially for the Targaryens, because they have the ability to control dragons. Well, yeah, they kept it amongst themselves because... Um, the original prince, he his two wives were his sisters. Okay. And that was All right. So common. just to, just to recap, so because we're almost out of time here, so it sounds to me that Jon Snow is the key to this whole thing. It's almost like he's the Jesus figure that he comes down to Earth and he endures all of this torture <laughs> and he grows as a person and then eventually the sky opens and he realizes I'm the I'm the true king. Well, yeah. I mean, like, eventually that. He, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, right. 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 Cindy. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. First Alley is here with my uh, maybe my favorite what's happening of the whole week. Yeah, because this what's happening on Fridays at this time, we do something a little different. We like to hot hot light. All we right. like to highlight things. We sure. like to highlight things mm-hmm. like our Spotify playlist, which is our "That's My Jam" playlist. You can go to at Kevin B- and Bean on all of our socials. I I can't talk today. I'm just Stop having f- reporting me, bro. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm having some issues. Um, but we all pick a song that we're into at the time. Maybe nobody's ever even heard of the band we're talking about. Maybe it's a band that everyone knows and we just forgot about. The song comes across our playlist. But we pick a song every member of the Kevin and Bean Show. So if you follow along the That's My Jam playlist, you're going to have new songs every single week from all of us. We will start off this week with Kevin's pick. Billie Eilish came out last week with When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Mm-hmm. And it's probably my favorite album of the year. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's great. It's, every song's on it. Every is song is great on it. Mm-hmm. But I would like uh, to highlight a song called I Love You. And it's basically she and a friend, and he blurts out that he loves her, and she's like, oh, no, 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 I'm not ready for that. And then she starts falling in love for him, and she's not necessarily thrilled about it. It's very slow, and it's very sad, and it's beautiful. Maybe won't you take it back, say you were trying to make me laugh, and nothing has to change today. You didn't mean to say I love you. 
Cohen estate is suing her for ripping off Hallelujah, right? <laughs> Kevin, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you you draw a nice bath? You maybe put on a mask on your face, something moisturizing. Sure. You just get in the bath and have a good cry. Sure. Is that so- what you do? Sobbing, yeah. Light a bunch of candles. Yeah. I feel Light some you. Candles. I feel you with that song, that song bro. That's great. It's wonderful. All right, Bean, you're up next. Uh, my pick this week is uh, is more in the Lord vein than in the Billie Eilish vein, but she is a 25-year-old singer-actress model from Asbury Park, New Jersey. She's got a lot of attention online recently because she is a, a proud-out lesbian, and the video for this song reflects that, and people are going crazy for the song. And I think uh, we've all been there where you wish you were not drunk enough to call that person you shouldn't have called, and you wish you could take it all back. And that's what the song is about from Fletcher. The song is called Undrunk. So I squeeze out the lime on the ice of my drink And the juice hits the cuts of my fingers It still doesn't burn As much as the thought of you Wish I could get a little undrunk So I couldn't call you at five in the morning I would unlock you But some things you can't undo I wish I could unkiss the room for a stranger So I could unsight you, unlose my temper But some things you can't Right? Yeah. I mean, We've all been there. It's a but great y- song. you learn when you get older, you just delete the number. It's the only thing that <laughs> yeah. will save you. That's right? the only smart, smart move. Delete yeah. it while you're sober. Yes. <laughs> yes. No way of finding it. I think we also learned in that clip that some words sound the same backwards as forwards. I agree. <laughs> yeah. We reversed it completely. Uh huh. Right. Ah. All right, Jensen, what do you have? Uh, listen, Khalid is, shouldn't be new to anyone. He's so good. One of my mm-hmm. favorite singers. In the last decade. Amazing voice. Uh, he put out a new album last week called Free Spirit. Got a lot of press, a lot of attention. But I can't stop listening to the song Out of My Head, which is featuring John Mayer. Has a great guitar solo at the end. But this is, I mean, if you're looking for a weekend bop, look no further than this song. I saw Khalid uh, last weekend on the ACMs, the American Country Music Awards, mm-hmm. performing with Kane Brown. That was a very good song as well that I think is on this new album. Dude just rules. Yeah, he's great. Excellent. My choice is a band called The Shakers, and I first heard them on an episode of Catastrophe. I was like, they're pretty darn good. As I was looking them up to get a little more information, I realized... There's a lot of bands called The Shakers. (laughs) This is not the local L.A. band called The Shakers with a uh, woman singing, but they're delightful. Okay. It is not a bunch of old dudes in Liverpool that have a residency at a little club. Okay. Although I bet they're great. Not them either. It is not The Shakers band from Massachusetts either. Okay. This is a group of longtime friends from South London. They're described as a five-piece disco rock band. And you know how I like my London boys. And you know how I like the young London boys. Sure. 
because it reminds me of my youth, and if I could go back in time, I'd bone everyone in this band. This is a band called The Shakers, and the song is Tea Party. Like All it. Right. Then it just uh, starts getting funky, and it's it's good. They're very British, aren't they? I was hoping you'd do it. <laughs> I was. What What do you think the guys in the Shakers band in Liverpool sound like, though? It's very different, right? Oh, I don't have. I already have the one accent. I'm sorry, it, I can't do. I yours can't is do actually pretty Liverpoolish. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, go again. Thanks for playing my song. I appreciate you for an older lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the guys in Liverpool are the old dudes. These are the young guys. Oh, sorry. I, got, I was confused there. Yeah, what do you think the Queen would think about uh, the band I picked? <laughs> Off with their heads. Oh. Oh. Mean. So I wasn't mean. aware the Queen was still ordering executions. <laughs> of course. She, she just did right there. What would um, like a little kid that loved Peppa Pig think about the band The Shakers Bean? That was such a good little song. I like that one a lot, Mummy. <laughs> I'm sorry, grandmummy. Oh, <laughs> you dick. Don't look at me. It was the little kid. Beat it, kid. <laughs> All right, guys. Some birthdays for you. Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco. Brooklyn Decker, Saoirse Ronan, Claire Danes, Andy Garcia, Shannon Doherty, Ed O'Neill, and David Letterman. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. The first black hole. To be photographed. Yes. Thank lot you. Of Finally. People, yes. A lot of people with a lot of excitement about that. It's a, it's a freaking miracle. It's one of the most unbelievable scientific accomplishments of all time. All right, why? Explain. I'll tell you why. Because no matter how much science went into it, it's not a very good picture. <sighs> I mean, it really isn't. Where do I start with you? Why are you the way that you are? I don't. I'm just saying it's not a good picture. I, yeah. I, I will back him a bit and say that when, when people say, oh, this eclipse only happens one every 200 years, you know, whenever they hype these up, they take a photo and I go, man, that's beautiful. The world is is really magical. And then I saw this photo and it looked like my my grandparents accidentally took a photo in their pocket. Okay. <laughs> do, do, you guys, do you guys have any idea how far away... This black hole is that no. we photographed in the in but the heart of the galaxy. So it's M87. clearer. Okay. <laughs> Do you know how fast the speed of light is, Kevin? Uh, of course not. You know how fast is the speed of light? It's fast. I said it's of course not. One hundred and eighty-six thousand three hundred miles per second. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now picture that in an hour. How mm-hmm. far would you go in a day? In a month? In a year? This is fifty-five million light years away. I don't. And 55 million light years away. In other words, to take a photo of a black hole from that distance would be the equivalent of standing in Washington, D.C. and it, figuring out a way to take a photo so detailed that you could see the date on a quarter on the street in Los Angeles. That's the kind of distance that we're talking about. You tracking right. with that? Well, 
it still should be a good photo. It's still a crappy photo. <laughs> I mean, and that's my thing is like we have these phones that have such good megabytes and like all like <sighs> the least they could have done is all right, created let me something. I'm mean, a little focus. Just yeah. focus. <laughs> let me try this. It's pretty blurry. This black if hole. If I posted this, I would get destroyed. This on black Instagram, hole. That's a horrible picture. Is 24 billion miles across. It is as big as our whole galaxy. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's so big that you can't just use one telescope or one camera to take a photo. They had to use the entire Earth to take this photo. In other words, they set up cameras all over the globe in eight or nine different locations throughout the globe. And then as the Earth would rotate, whoever had the best shot of the black hole would take a picture. And then they took all of that data that was compiled over 10 10 days and they figured out a way to merge it all together into one photo. Into one one, blurry photo. Each one of those telescopes around the world only took a tiny fraction of the picture. Right. And then they had to figure out a way to put all those pictures together. Who was in charge of focus? (laughs) (laughs) They must have spent a billion dollars on this. They probably did. They probably spent a billion dollars on this. They probably did. All right, here's something else. It's the first ever photo of a black hole. Why is that not? I don't even care. If you could only see a tiny speck, the fact that we've now actually have one on film. Now that we keep calling it the black hole, listen, if you take a picture of the black hole, you see nothing because no light comes out of there. That's correct. So it's basically the stars and planets around surrounding it. You can't even see that. It's not the black hole. I know you can't because it's out of focus. No, all you're seeing is the stuff that's around the black hole, the uh, infalling material. It looks like water going around a drain. That is stuff that you are actually watching being sucked into the black hole, never to be seen again. Because, as you know, nothing, not even light, comes out of the black hole. I still haven't seen it. That's the thing. It's out of focus. I'll never, I don't care if I'll never see it again because I still haven't seen it. Well, I I just want it to be an impressive photo if it costs that much money and it took that much time and work. It, I mean, literally, if you guys go to at Kevin and Bean right now, either on Twitter or Instagram, uh, Instagram stories, I took a picture <laughs> and I'm showing it to the room right now. This is a picture of one of Danielle's hair scrunchies. I, I turned the light off in the room, mm-hmm. put the scrunchie on the floor and took a photo of it. How much different is this than the black um, hole picture? It's different in that it's much clearer. This is okay. a focus. But the point is, this is an actual black hole, you guys. Right. And and the reason I keep harping on it's the first ever photo is this is something that we have known has existed for a hundred years, okay? Right. Albert Einstein said, here's what happens and this is what a black hole is. But it's, it's taken us this long to get, get to the point where we could actually see what one looks like. But I'm saying then just have patience for another year or so to get a clear picture. It took two years to merge this data to get this photo. Well, we should have spent two, two more years. years on the focus. Don't you at <laughs> least think it's pretty cool? It's something that until now we thought was unseeable. We didn't think this was even Oh, I hate to break the news to you. I hate to break the news to you. It's still unseeable. (laughs) It is just a black image. Um, I'm going to go to uh, uh, Sev on line two in Long Beach here in one second. I mean, there were 200 scientists that have been working on this for much of two years, by the way. Didn't one of them say, hey, should we get some focus? 
That's not the point, Kevin. That's the point, my point. The point is, it's a miracle that this photograph even exists. So That's when what I saying. post blurry pictures on Instagram, I'm going to say it's a miracle that these photos no, even because exist. You, because you can do better. This is the absolute tops of the technology that yeah, we have. That's not very good. But listen to how I described how they had to do it. The fact that they had to use nine different telescopes around the world and take two years to put the data together, that's what went into this photo. Bean, I think we, you and I, both know why they don't care. Why would the cut? Be- oh, yeah. Because it right. was a 29-year-old woman that made this possible. I don't yeah. even know that. I just... Yeah, you know, because you're like, F Katie, I hate her. <laughs> right before the segment, no. I was like, way to go, Kevin. It's odd. Catherine Bowman has become the face of the team of scientists. She'll be the first to tell you that she could not have done it without all the help. But she is the one who came up with the algorithm that made it possible to put all that massive data together to make this image possible. And she's only 29 years old, you guys. The big mouth broad calling in here and then running away. (laughs) All right. Let's go to Seb in Long Beach. (laughs) Seb, help me out here. I'm not getting anywhere with Kevin. I don't know what it takes to impress this guy, but this photo of the black hole is is not yet. What do you have, Seb? So you, you obviously stated that um, it takes it's 55 million years, light years away. Mm-hmm. That's the right. Thing about it took 55 million years for that data to arrive to Earth for us to measure it. Okay. So yeah. Is that it? Million, yeah. Oh, okay. 55 million years, and that's what we're seeing now. Imagine if we're right next to that black hole, what we would see right Are next you positive to- we're seeing that? Because I'm not even sure that it's a black hole. I'm not even sure Sav is helping. Not, I don't think he is either, and he's uh, on your side. We appreciate the call, though. Thank you very much. Let's go to uh, Todd. He's in Pasadena. He's on line four. We weren't even going to take calls on this, but uh, people are the phones are ringing off the hook. Hey, Todd, what's up? Hey, Bean, how are you doing this morning? Good. Good morning. Good morning. Man, this this uh, black hole thing is absolutely incredible. I can't believe that people uh, don't realize what we're looking at. I mean, the science at the height of science. It's amazing right now. It is. It's a. It's a. It's a miracle. Am I lying? It's a miracle that it exists. It's absolutely phenomenal. And for people not to understand what they're looking at, they just don't get it. I mean, we are so small considering what what is out there. I've seen these nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Luke McGarry, who is a very funny artist, mm-hmm. uh, put up a cartoon that I just tweeted at Instagram, and it basically is a a, um, a fat guy sitting on a copy machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> taking pictures of his naked butt, and he says, did that one come out? Oh, black hole. Right? Got it. Then you should love it, Kevin. (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All I know is it's time for Keep It 100. Hit it, Steve. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100, baby. I keep it 100. 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 Not going to lie, I love this feature every Friday on the Kevin and Bean Show. Josh in Lake Balboa was texter number 99 this time around. He was looking for Kiss Them For Me by Susie and the Banshees. Aww. All right. Which I'm not mad at, by the way. Agreed. Love it. Uh, texter 101 was brand new, The Quiet Things That No One Ever Knows. Very intense song from Marriott in West Covina. Thank you for that. But only one can be, oops, wrong button. Only one can be text 100. at the door. And, <laughs> who's in the neighborhood? And that is our friend Ryan from Long Beach who joins us on K-Rock right now. Hey, Ryan, what's going on, buddy? Morning, guys. How you doing? We are good. Thank you. I understand uh, that you have texted before, correct? Uh, yes. 
I was texter 101, the guy, uh, sorry, the week you guys picked Owl City. Oh, <laughs> we so should have gone with whatever you had. So, what yeah, was, I was, to say I'm a little salty is an understatement. That is say, funny. What, what was your song that day that we could have played instead of Owl City? Uh, my song that week was uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Good Drown. enough. Don't Drown. care. Oh, good choice. Okay. Um, yeah. how, did, how did you decide what you wanted to hear this weekend? Uh, I've been switching it up every uh, week or so since then. So um, I was listening to Rock of the 80s, actually, and I heard this mm-hmm. one. Uh, they played in Long Beach last year. I uh, really love this song. I'm a big fan of it. and haven't heard it on K-Rock in a while, so thought it'd be a good uh, time to play it. Fantastic. By the way, that uh, that Rock of the 80s is on K-Rock HD2, and it is fantastic. Anybody who loves that music that we used to play on that decade should definitely check it out. And you can stream it as well through radio.com. Ryan, I'm so glad you're listening, so glad you texted. Go ahead and introduce this song for us on K-Rock. It's the church with Under the Milky Way. Keep it 100. Thanks, Freddie Snakeskin. That was for uh, Ryan in Long Beach. He was Texture 100. His request, The Church and Under the Milky Way. I don't know how long it's been, Kevin, since we played that song on our show. A long time. It's been a while. that song. All right, Allie, you will remember The Church was a very mm-hmm. successful Australian band. That song had a lot of popularity when it was in the Donna, Donnie Darko movie in 2006. But, of course, that's not when it was originally released. When was Under the Milky Way first on K-Rock? Well, Ryan said he heard it on K-Rock Rock of the 80s. Mm-hmm. So I got the decade. All right. I would say, though, it's either 88 or 89, but I will go with 89. Eight. Late. You can't. Why do you do this? Because she gets credit for either one. Why That's why she, she does just, it. Why does she just pick a year? 88. Yes. Oh, How about that? February 15, 1988. The church and under the Milky Way will do it. Keep it 100 again next week at this same time. Thanks so much for listening, Ryan. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This weekend is already underway at the K-Rock Coachella house. Our friend Kat Corbett is already there on the grounds. Hey, Kat. I'm literally on the ground. Already? Already, wow. (laughs) We have had had cold and blustery Coachellas. We have had Coachellas, the temperature of the, uh, the surface of the sun. What's this weekend feeling like to you early going on a Friday? It's feeling great. There's no wind here. It's really mild. Um, You know, the K-Rock crew setting up the house. Um, Mansion Air is going to be the first band on in just a little while. And everybody's just kind of waking up, but it's a beautiful day. That's great. Now, speaking of the K-Rock house, I don't think people realize how much this has evolved in the last few years to become huge. I mean, it's like a dozen acts coming by all three days, right? Yeah, I mean, you know how it is. We started with, like, a pack of red vines and, um, like, two bands. And now we're, like, (laughs) three days, you know, open bar, swimming pool, and every hour is packed with great music. Who are the the highlights, the people that you urge us not to miss at krock.com from there? Um, Well, you know, we're going to have, like, the 1975 and Billie Eilish stopping by. And, um, you know, they're going to be talking. They're not going to be performing because, you know, they have to save it for later. But we have a lot of, you know, we have like Wallows and Rap Boy and, and Bob Moses. All of these bands will be performing and they can see them on the stream. 
Okay. Uh, how about your Coachella picks for the weekend? Obviously, as we always talk about, you can't see everything. Kevin's policy is not to plan anything, just to wander from stage to stage and see what sounds good. How do you do it? How do you approach it? Kevin's plan is the plan I like. I like having one or two things that I definitely want to see, but I like discovering stuff I don't really know and kind of stumbling into it. Um, you know, obviously the Billie Eilishes of the world in 1975 and the Childish Gambinos, but I'm going to go a little bit for the wild cards right now, Bean. All right. And I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk about the uh, K-pop band Blackpink. Black Pink. Okay. Money. Yeah. So uh, maybe you get a little bit of Kill This Love. We do. Yes. <laughs> I do want to say that Bean, before we went on the air, said, I haven't heard them, but I l- I've looked at them. Yeah. <laughs> and that is odd. Well, they're not unattractive, and uh, the point is they are an internet sensation, but I would imagine for most K-Rock listeners, Kat, this is going to be the first time they'll be anywhere where they can see them perform live. I didn't pick them for their musicianship, because frankly, if you watch the video for that, it doesn't even look like they're singing, like (laughs) the people who would be singing. But that video just set a record. It pushed Ariana Grande out of the way with over 56 million views on YouTube in the first day. Wow. 56 million in one day. Yeah. So I imagine that what I picked them because I think it's going to be a scene in the Sahara tent tonight is what I'm saying. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a huge weekend for K-pop when you consider that BTS is the musical guest on Saturday Night Live tomorrow night and that uh, and that Blackpink is going to be playing Coachella. We have Kat Corbett on the line from the K-Rock Coachella house. You can watch all weekend long at K-Rock.com. Who's your next pick for the weekend, Kat? My next pick is Tame Impala, who's the headliner uh, for tomorrow night. Uh, they just dropped a new track called Borderline. I am way in, way mm-hmm. in on Tame Impala. I'm so happy that they are headlining, too. That's the coolest. And by the time they hit the stage, I think everybody's just going to be in that good buzz mood and want to, like, dance and hang out. Like, I think they're a perfect way to headline Saturday night. I do, too. Oh, yeah. Saturday night is a perfect Kevin with, like, uh, glow sticks, wearing, like, oh, yeah. huge go-go boots. That's yeah. about pa- the perfect Pasties on his yeah. nipples. Unicorn horn. <laughs> All right, He's one more. stuff you can't name. Yes, um, that's Kevin. He's huffing yeah. glue. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot the glue. One more, uh, one more pick from the weekend. You got one that's not a headliner, but maybe will be next year. Yeah, and not even a K-Rock artist, but I'm, I'm totally going outside my comfort zone and recommending that you see uh, Casey Musgraves around 550 uh, today on the main stage. And we're going to play a song from them, from her? Uh, Slow slow Burn, I think, was the track you picked, Bean. Yes, let's hear some Casey Musgraves. I'm all right with a slow burn Taking my time, let the world turn I'm going to do it my 
Graves is, <laughs> is the country singer for people who don't like country music. And I'm telling you, Kevin, you would be very impressed with her show. She gets a little psychedelic. She's got a great Sorry. band. No. Go no. by and see some Casey Musgraves. Yeah, she's, she's huge right now. You can't she's make me be. everything. She is. She's great, and I'm telling you, she won the freaking album of the year at the Grammys. That's how mass yeah. appeal she is, Kevin. And I'm telling you, yeah. I think you will enjoy her. I really, really do. At least try. At least a little bit. I'll try. Okay. <laughs> All right, before we, before we let you go, Kat, you have a very big weekend because it is, in addition to Coachella, it is also, as it always lines up on the calendar, Record Store Day tomorrow. And you Yay! have put a million hours into a project that is unveiled tomorrow for the public to buy. Tell us about it. Well, it took a whole team to get it together. Um, we're releasing our very first Kerock vinyl compilation for locals only. So uh, we are here music thanks to them. They pressed all the vinyl. And a big thanks to Amoeba Records in Hollywood. So if you're there tomorrow, the first 300 people in line at Amoeba for Record Store Day will get a free copy of the K-Rock Locals Only vinyl compilation. All right. Wow. That's amazing. And this is these are bands that your listeners for the Locals Only show, they all voted on. So they've got huge fan bases in Southern California, and they're bands that every K-Rock fan should know, right? Exactly, and these are the ones who play the Locals Only Fest, and um, there's also some limited copies at We Are Here Music, but all of this info is at krock.com. All right, sounds great. Well, uh, I'm sure, uh, I'm, I hope you're going to be saving any texts you get from Kevin this How weekend. How dare Coachella? you? <laughs> because it has a long tradition of texting you utter nonsense during the weekend, and you have a great time out there. We'll be listening to you live at the Coachella House later this afternoon, Okay. Thank you. All right. We love you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Kevin. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. It's a shame there's no uh, way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. Right? It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> I know some people after work and most others are still asleep, so it's lucky that your boy Jensen wraps up every week because Kevin saw the Kings play on Saturday night and was successful in terrifying Burt Kreischer's wife. We wondered, do you tip when you take out food? And we spoke to Zach Levi, who seemed like a cool dude. And peeps seem to be a thing you either love or not, and Bean's neighbor is a dick who doesn't have a part spot. Bean did Cardi B and Kevin rap as Dr. Dre. That's the only proof we needed for the Hall of Fame. We asked, do you have a favorite kid to see what people say and learn that most of y'all should have your kids taken away? Lieutenant Dan was noble and we made our parents proud. We asked Dr. Drew if you could fart out of your mouth. Flash Phillips is a legend straight from the past. If you missed that sh- download the podcast. <laughs> Jensen, great job as always. I hear that, and it makes me feel like the show is better than it is. Oh, thank you, Flash. Hell, you actually make it sound like we got a lot going on. But you really should get the podcast. If you're only hearing a few minutes on your way to and from work or whatever, there's a lot more to that, and you can get it at radio.com or wherever you get your podcast. It is Friday, and it means it's, it's time for Friday. our final look at what's happening. Here's Allie McKay. It's Friday, first Yay. of all, so just stay. Yeah, yeah. There it is. We took it back. So, remember... A couple weeks ago, we saw that presentation from Apple about their new streaming service, and we all I went... barely remember it. Yeah, we all kind of went, wow, that was underwhelming. It's like they were like, hey, we, we should get this done. Oh, oh, no one's got anything, uh, any clips or anything? Game. That's cool. We'll just bring out Spielberg. People <laughs> think it's cool. It wasn't great. That's why when Disney Plus came out and did their whole programming spiel up there, it was amazing. And quite frankly, it's one of those things that we all said, oh, Disney Plus streaming service, how much is going to be? Now we have to add a whole other thing. 
Yeah. I can't understand anyone that's not going to get this. I'll say it right now. Disney Plus is going to launch in the U.S. on November 12th, 2019 for $6.99 per month. Yeah! Way lower than I thought. Way Cheap. lower. Way lower Cheap. than it should be. Yeah. At, they might be listening. Sorry. It's a great price, Disney. We're glad you did it. But not only are they going to have all the Disney shows, uh, but they're also going to be the exclusive streaming home for films released by the Walt Disney Studios in 2019 and beyond, including Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, Aladdin, Toy Story 4, The Lion King, Frozen 2, Star Wars Episode 9. Just this, those? This is where you'll see it. Yeah. Yeah, not to mention, I mean, all the Pixar Marvel, Nat Geo, Star Wars, and most of Fox programming. I am nothing without my following. <laughs> well, it's just, it's going to be incredible, you guys. Sounds great. I kind of can't wait for this. I can't imagine having a kid and not buying. I mean, they're going to get everyone who has a child. Oh, I can't imagine sure. not having a kid and not buying. Yeah, it. I, I mean, know. just for all those movies, that's the exclusive place to see them. Yeah. Plus my Hannah Montana reruns. I mean, come on. I need this. Ooh. I'm right. hoping those residual weird. dollars... Because Boy Meets World got added all. Oh, there you go. Let's hope it makes more sense than the one that they run on cable. Oh, (laughs) speaking of residuals, Phineas and Ferb is going to do a little comeback on Disney+. Mm. So if they're going to run old Phineas and Ferb, Allie's getting paid. Right? Who's <laughs> with me? Um, another feature touted by Disney CEO Bob Iger is the fact that all content, new and old, available for streaming on Disney Plus is also available for offline viewing for anyone with an active account. So That's incredible. That's incredible. That is great. Right? That's incredible. You weren't wow. listening. What did I say, Kevin? You said it's going to be available. Nope, that wasn't the point. <laughs> I could see it in his eyes. He's like, I'm just going to repeat. That's incredible. Kevin is at Coachella already, you guys. <laughs> no one will catch He's this. walking to Casey Musgraves right now. <laughs> Good God. It's going to be available offline yeah. also. So you could be on a plane. Yeah. yeah. On a train. On a, a boat. An automobile. <laughs> I mean, so many places. In the black hole. In a black hole. Sure. You could be riding a horse and watching oh. watching movies. So I mean, air. I don't know exactly <laughs> when I would do that, but okay. Just telling you. Really? A lot, of, a lot of places you could be. Is that so? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of people were questioning why Emmy Rossum would leave the Showtime hit Shameless. All you have to do is call this toll-free telephone number. Nope. No, <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. Uh, because she was making a ton of money. She was beloved on that show, and it's a hit show. Well, we now know what her next gig, gig is. I'm going to say giggity. Is. You did. Her next <laughs> very close. Her next giggity. So weird. Close. So weird. She's going to be developing scripted yeah. content. With her dude, right? Uh, her husband, Sam Ismail, yeah. is set to produce some of the stuff, including... Giggity. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait for this. It's the first project that she's involved with. It will be NBC Universal's Angeline. Written by Nancy oh. Oliver, who did oh, Lars. Oh, is this about our Angeline? Yes. Los Angeles' yes. Angeline? Hmm. It's written by Nancy Oliver, who did Lars and the Real Girl, which is one of my favorite movies. Love it. It's awesome. And inspired by features in The Hollywood Reporter about a mysterious billboard model in L.A. <gasps> Kevin, you who are we guys? talking about right now? Uh, Billie Eilish? Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. Who are we talking about right now? The billboard model. Casey Musgrave? No. no Kevin, think uh... hard. They're making a movie about who? Uh, Angelique. Angeline. Angeline. There you yes. go. Yes. Thank yes. you. Fourth attempt. You got it. Come on now. 
she wears um, nylons with um, open-toed shoes. And if I you, think we've all seen her in person. Oh, too. absolutely! If you Every don't one of us has seen her. Well, in now person. you haven't seen her face for a long time because she covers it with a fan and there's a lot, a lot. of that. Yeah. yeah, but I do love that you take a picture with her and then she just holds out her hand. Yeah. And you pay her. Just mm-hmm. take a picture. It's I bought gas. Uh, I bought gas on the other side of the the pups from her one day. It was that is a great story. I'd like to buy no, that to make saying, a movie out of it. When you see her in the wild, it's just it's kind of exciting. This That's is all. what you want me to listen to. Angelina, a movie is going to be great from the Lars in the Real World people. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be great. Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah, wonderful. And Sam. No, no, no. So Emmy Rossum and Sam Ismail set to produce as well. Dear, I mean, uh, you're not I mean, fooling anybody. Mr. Robot. Right. Right? Yes. And uh, the, the Julie Roberts show that you loved, Bean? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the, yeah I do. Homecoming. 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 Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was I mean, terrific. everything about this is a hit. If only Kevin would have listened. Yeah. Kevin doesn't listen to our show, by the way, is what we've just learned. How dare you? I mean... Can you blame him? Honestly, he probably uh, already. No, no, okay. please no, don't call. No, 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 please. He probably already dropped Molly. <laughs> he already... just... Kevin, you okay? Look at my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're asking. Why do you keep rubbing chips back? It's just kind <laughs> of weird. Why are you licking the carpet? <laughs> That's not right. Chip. Um, some birthdays for you. Please. David Letterman, Ed O'Neill, Shannon Doherty, Andy Garcia, Claire Dane, Saoirse Ronan, Brooklyn Decker, and Brendan Urie. And that's... Big Mouth Broad calling in here and right. running away. Okay. That's what's happening. On your drive home today, listen to a Strikers commercial free for all, a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. You're going to tell us something about next week? Uh, no, I never do that. I actually end with that, and then we go into Don Bogar. But now we're going to promote Cat, who's okay. at the Coachella All right, house. I'm sorry. I thought every other day we do. We don't. What's on the next Kevin and Bean show we every single day? We do not ever do that on Fridays. Cat uh, Corbett is coming up next uh, at the Coachella house, uh, sponsored by Del Taco, who brought by delicious food to us this morning as well. Don't forget Beyond Tacos are coming to Del Taco on April the 25th. They are made with Beyond Meat, 100% plant-based protein. The future of tacos is coming, and it's delicious. Okay, now. But next but week, though, what I'm saying, next week, you guys, I never, Phil Cohen is going to be on the show. I never, also, ever garbage stops by. Right. You don't want to miss it. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. <laughs> don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. What a job. Thank you, Kevin, very much. Where's Kevin sitting? He's around here someplace. Kevin, thank you. What the hell's going on here? She says how we're almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is f***ing ponderous, man. Ponderous, f***ing ponderous. That's perfect. That's good. That's good. I like that. How much you charge? Huh? <laughs> That's better than any therapy I ever got. Bong, bong. Biscuits for winning! It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.